Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about how to avoid getting infected with foot fungus from swimming pools. Hi, I'm Dr. Christopher Segler, and thanks for tuning in to the Doc on the Run podcast, where we help you understand how to keep training and running even if you've been injured. Today, we're talking about how you can avoid foot fungus from swimming pools. You know, yesterday I was talking to my sister, who is, of course, also a marathon runner. She's been running marathons way longer than me, and she's always fit, she's always active, and she also likes to swim. So she lives in Houston, it's hot there, she likes to run, but also she likes to go swim when it's nice and it's warm and it's sunny, and I understand it. I mean, swimming's a great way to cross-train, supplement your aerobic fitness, strengthen your core fitness, and frankly, stay cool and relax in the summertime. But I got an email from a runner who had a bout of toenail fungus that was severe enough that she had to treat it with laser treatment to kill the fungus in the toenails. And once she was back on track and she was kind of getting back to activity, she sent me an email and and after the treatment she said, you know, now that I'm feeling fungus free, I've got a new mindset. I've had a few days on the medication to kill the skin infection, I have new shoes, I have a new yoga mat, I have flip-flops for the health club and I'm wondering, is it okay to go back to swimming? This is one of my favorite leisure and workout activities at my health club. I take it that I should wear flip-flops to and from the pool, etc. but is there any other advice or precautions? So this is a great question because if you get toenail fungus, you get athlete's foot, you get rid of it, you, you, know, you don't want to pick it up again. And so the short answer is yes, you can swim. You just have to make sure you don't pick up any more foot fungus. Now the fungus doesn't just jump up and attack your toenails and infect them. So you know, you have to understand that. Now, runners and triathletes can get fungus first in the form of athlete's foot. So I think it might be helpful if I explain a little bit about how that happens. So, you know, you go and you walk around the pool. The pool, of course, is usually got concrete around the outer surface of the pool. You get some small skin abrasions uh, on the skin on the bottom of your feet because of the abrasive concrete. Now, the fungal spores and live fungal filaments thrive in moisture around the pools or in the locker rooms or wherever, they can get stuck in your skin, particularly if you have those little skin abrasions that you get from walking around the pool barefoot. Then you get athlete's foot. Now athlete's foot's just a skin infection, but it's the same stuff that causes toenail fungus. So you get the infection in your skin, the skin infection spreads, and then when the skin's peeling and you're shedding fungal spores and fungal filaments into your shoes, you get tons of that stuff built up in your shoes. Then you're walking around and you're basically bumping the toenails up against the inside of the shoes. And that's how the toenail fungus starts. So the fungal spores and the filaments get impacted into the toenails and then you start getting a problem. So, you know, you get this situation, you're training hard, so your immune system gets a little overworked, making it just a little more susceptible to you getting any kind of infection, including a skin infection or a toenail infection with toenail fungus. So the fungal spores that got pushed into your toenails when you hit the nails on the inside of the running shoes, they sprout into a toenail fungus infection. As the fungus grows within the toenails itself, the toenails start to get thicker, they get yellow, they crack, they have little white splotchy areas that get ugly. And then just like that, you got this funky toenail fungus infection from uh, walking around the swimming pools, picking up fungus, and then getting the skin infected and then spreading it to the toenails. And it will not go away on its own. It's very difficult to treat toenail fungus. And you can try some home treatments. If you treat it right away, you may get rid of it, but it's very difficult to get rid of it otherwise. Now, once you get rid of the toenail fungus and you start developing clear toenails again, the last thing you want is to get reinfected with the toenail fungus again later. You have to understand there's approximately a 50% reinfection rate after successful treatment of the toenails when you get toenail fungus. And what we mean is that if you 
you know, completely get rid of the fungus, you kill the fungus in the nails, it's got about a 50% chance of getting reinfected. So you really need to make sure that you plan ahead and maximize your chances of success anytime that you've treated the toenail fungus and you've gotten rid of it. So one thing you have to understand is you have to understand really like where the toenail fungus comes from. And again, the organism that causes fungal toenail infections, it's everywhere. The spores are all over the place. The fungus, the fungus is a living organism and the spores are essentially little seeds that can sprout the fungal infection. However, the toenail fungus itself has to have three basic ingredients to really grow. It has to be warm, dark, and moist. Unfortunately, shoes are warm, dark, and moist. So uh, the insides of your shoes are perfect little incubators for toenail fungus. Now, when you get an active toenail fungus infection, the fungus is growing within the toenail plate itself, within the keratin in the toenail, and the fungus grows and it splits apart the nail and it produces spores which it sheds into your shoes. And so you get all these spores and they can lay dormant for a long period of time. Now, later on when you're wearing your shoes and the fungal spores become warm and moist, the fungus starts to sprout and grow again. When you have an active fungal infection in your shoes, all it takes is any kind of minor trauma or pressure to the toenail plates in order to get in there and lift the toenails and any injury to the toenail can let the fungal store spores get into the nail bed and start the toenail fungus infection. But the first part of this equation is that you have the fungus in your shoes. The obvious concern with a pool is moisture. However, there is no fungus in the pool. There's chlorine in the pool. Nothing, you're not gonna be fungus growing in there, but the fungus is more of a concern in poorly ventilated locker rooms at the pool or nearby carpeting or some of the areas around the pool. So if you really wanna be 100% vigilant regarding toenail fungus and skin infections and swimming, number one, don't go barefoot around the pool. Wear flip-flops to and from the pool. You know, stand on your flip-flops and do not stand on the floor when you shower or change clothes in the locker room at the pool. It's not just exposure to the fungus. You also don't want those abrasions on your skin on the bottom of your feet when you're walking around the pool because that makes you more susceptible too. Second thing, dry your feet thoroughly right after you're done. So make sure you dry between the toes. Athletes' foot infections will often start between the toes because there's so much moisture in those little spaces in between your toes. And then the third thing is that if you've treated your skin infection and you apply a topical antifungal solution to the nails, it protects the nails and keeps the fungus from getting back in there. That's also really important. Now, the other thing is that the soles of your flip-flops, when you're standing in that nasty locker room, it'll pick up the fungus. So once you change your clothes and you put on your street shoes, take the flip-flops, wrap them up in your towel, and then dry your flip-flops in the sun as soon as you get home. You can also spray them down with a disinfectant chemical spray like Clean Sweep or um, anything that'll kill the fungus to, to get rid of all those potential hitchhikers that you may have picked up on the floor in the locker room. And whenever you're walking around any persistently wet areas like swimming pool locker rooms, uh, the gym locker rooms, you've really got to be careful if you want to avoid picking up the fungus and getting into your shoes and starting this fungus infection. But with a little precaution and a little prevention, you really can stay fungus free and enjoy your swim. So it sounds silly, but I'm super cautious with this. And my routine's pretty simple. I mean, I really do. I do not stand on the floors in the gym locker rooms. I stand on my flip-flops when I change, when I walk around the locker rooms, when I walk to and from the pool, all of that. So I really do do that. Um, the other thing is that, you know, I don't want that stuff infecting my shoes, my socks, my house or anything. So basically I walk around, I take the flip-flops and uh, then when I get done showering, I lay my towel out. And once I'm drying my feet off, I actually stand on the towel and then I put my flip-flops uh, on the towel. I wrap them up in the towel 
and then I take them home. And also, I don't take that wet towel with all that potential fungus that it picked up from the gym locker room floor, from my flip-flops. I don't take that and put it in my gym bag. I carry that separately, put it in the trunk of my car, and as soon as I get home, I dry off the flip-flops, I put them in the sun so that they'll dry. Remember, the fungus does not like the sun, so if you dry your flip-flops in the sun, it's really gonna help to get rid of all that stuff that you picked up. Then you can also spray them with a chemical disinfectant that'll get rid of the fungus too. But after that, I also take that towel and I wash it. So I don't use the same towel for you know days and days. And a lot of people take those wet towels, put them in their gym bag, put it in the trunk of their car, leave it there for a couple of days. And if you wanna grow fungus, that's a great way to do it. A cotton towel is organic material. Fungus can grow on it. And if you take the towel and you get it soaking wet and you put it in there, it's gonna smell nasty in no time at all because the fungus is growing in it. So you gotta get rid of all that stuff. Again, if you wanna really be careful, just use a little precaution. If you wanna be extra vigilant, you can put some topical antifungal solution on the toenails themselves and it will effectively prevent the fungus from getting in there because it's a protective barrier of antifungal solution. You can also use antifungal powder in your shoes or you can put um, like Lamisil spray on your skin if you're really worried about it. You can do those things too to make sure that you don't get infected. But oftentimes, you know, runners pick up some of this fungus, they get it, it's not really a big deal, it doesn't burn, it doesn't itch, it doesn't hurt, they don't really even know it's there, and they get it for a long time. And so they're producing fungus and shedding fungus into their shoes for, for days, weeks, or months before they even realize they've got an issue, and then they get the toenail fungus infection. And the toenail fungus is very difficult to treat on your own. So, you know, you can treat it with laser treatment, but that's relatively expensive. It's time consuming. And then you have ugly nails. You have to wait for them to grow out once you treat it anyway. So you've got to really be careful when you're swimming during the summer months to make sure that you don't pick up any of that fungus. But if you get in the habit of doing those things now, when you're going to the gym in the wintertime, you'll be a lot better prepared to protect yourself from the fungus that routinely infects all those gym locker rooms. And then you can make sure that you don't get any toenail fungus, don't get any foot fungus, and stay fungus free. What's a virtual doctor visit? The idea of not running at all while waiting for my foot to heal was simply depressing. I really needed a second opinion from an expert, someone who specializes in helping runners. What you'll get from Dr. Segler in my experience is expert runner and medical care that's individualized for your needs. I'm left with actionable steps to recover from my injury. Dr. Segler is different and I felt heard, didn't feel patronized, and I felt like he prioritized getting me back to running as soon as possible as much as I did. I just couldn't see sitting around for six weeks knowing my hard-earned fitness would vanish. I know Dr. Segler is an expert and I wanted to see him in person. But frankly, I just couldn't afford the cost of a house call. I saved enough money to pay for my next marathon registration. You know, I have an appointment with Dr. Seglin, whether it's via Skype or on the phone. You can expect, one, he's going to be on time. Two, he's going to be able to spend more time with you than a typical uh, visit in a doctor's office. And both of those are going to result in more effective diagnosis and treatment plan for you. I'm a young woman in the Philippines and I hurt my ankle yesterday. I just wanted to say thank you and that it's such a relief to be able to find a website like yours and get some information when I'm in a place with uh, little to no medical care. So I just wanted to call and say thank you. You're awesome. Book a virtual doctor visit and get a second opinion online today. If you have a question that you would like answered as a future edition of the Doc on the Run podcast, send it to me and then make sure you join me in the next edition of the Doc on the Run podcast. Thanks again for listening.